Act One of Aura, a tragedy in five acts, by Joanna Bailey. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Aura, a tragedy in five acts by joanna bailey persons of the drama men hugobert count of aldenburg read by roger moline glottenball his son read by craig franklin theobald of falkenstein a nobleman of reduced fortune and coburger of basil read by todd Rediger, a knight, and commander of one of the free companies returned from the wars, and bastard of a branch of the family of Aldenburg. Read by Thomas Peter. Hartman, friend of Theobald, and banneret of Basil. Read by Philip Gould. Erston, a confessor. Read by Recording Person. Franco, chief of a band of outlaws. Read by Nemo. Maurice, an agent of Rudiger's. Read by Larry Wilson. Soldier. Read by David Olson. Vassal. Read by Joseph Tabler. Attendant. Read by Victor Vizarraza. Outlaws. Read by Owen Cook. Read by David Olson. Servants. Read by Sandra Schmidt. Read by T.J. Burns. Women. Aura, heiress of another branch of the family of Aldenburg, and ward to Hugobert. Read by Abai. Eleonora, wife to Hugobert. Read by Eva Davis. Katharina. Read by Sonia. Alice. Read by Lian Yao. Ladies attending on Aura. Stage directions. Read by Chuck Williamson. Scene. Switzerland. In the canton of Basel. And afterwards, in the borders of the Black Forest in Suabia. Time, towards the end of the fourteenth century. Act One, Scene One. An open space before the walls of a castle, with wild mountains beyond it. Enter Glottenball, armed as from the lists, but bareheaded and in disorder, and his arms soiled with earth or sand which an attendant is now and then brushing off, whilst another follows, bearing his helmet. With him enters Maurice, followed by Rudiger, who is also armed and keeps by himself, pacing to and fro at the bottom of the stage, whilst the others come forward. Glottenball, speaking as he enters, loud and boastingly, 
Ay, let him triumph in his paltry honours, won by mere trick and accident. Good faith, it were a shame to call it strength or skill, were it not, Rudiger? Calling to Rudiger, who answers not. His brow is dark, his tongue is locked, my lord. There come no words from him. He bears it not so manfully as thou dost, noble Glottenball. Fiont, I mind it not. And wherefore shouldst thou? This same Theobald, Count and Kohlberger, mixture most unseemly of base and noble, know we not right well what powers assist him? Mark you not, nay, my lord, how he did turn him to the witchy north when first he mounted, making his fierce steed that pawed and reared and shook its harnessed neck in generous pride bend meekly to the earth, its main crest like one who made obeisance. Ha! Didst thou really see it? Yes, brave Glottobal, I did right truly, and besides myself many observed it. Then tis manifest how all this foil hath been. Who e'er before saw one with such advantage of the field lose it so shamefully? By my good fay, barring foul play and other devilish turns, I'd keep my courses back with any lord, or knight, or squire, that e'er bestrode a steed. Think'st thou not, honest Morris, that I could? Who doubts it, my good lord? This Falkenstein is but a clown to you. Well, let him boast. Boasting, I scorn. But I will shortly shew him what these good arms with no foul play against them can honestly achieve. Yes, good, my lord. But choose you well your day. A moonless Friday luck did never bring to honest combatant. Ha! Blessing on thee! I ne'er thought of this. Now it is clear how our mischance befell. Be sure thou tell to every one thou meet'st. Friday and a dark moon suit Theobald. Ho there! Sir Rudiger, hearst thou not this? Rudiger, as he goes off, aside to Maurice, let the fool a while, and let me go. I cannot join thee now. Exit. Glottenball, looking after Rudiger. Is he so crestfallen? He lacks your noble spirit. Firepont, I heed it not. Yet by my sword and spurs, t'was a foul turn that for my rival earned a branch of victory from Aura's hand. Ay, foul indeed, my blood boiled high to see it. Look where he proudly comes. Enter Theobald, armed, with attendants, having a green sprig stuck in his helmet. Glottenball, going up to Theobald. Comest thou to face me so, audacious burger? The Lady Aura's favour suits thee not, though for a time thou hast upon me gained a seeming vantage a seeming vantage then it is not true that thou unhorsed layest rolling in the dust asking for quarter let me crave thy pardon some strange delusion hung upon our sight that we believed it so off with thy taunts and pull that sprig from its audacious perch the favour of a dame too high for thee too high indeed 
and hast thou also added to good to fair i had assented to it yet be it known unto your courteous worth that were this sprig a queen's gift or received from the brown hand of some poor mountain maid yea or bestowed upon my rambling head as in the hairy sides a brozening kid the wild rose sticks a spray unprized unbidden i would not give it thee dost thou so face me out then i will have it snatching at it with rage enter hartman hartman separating them what malice after fighting in the lists as noble courteous knights glottenball to hartman go paltry banneret such friends as thou become such lords as he whose ruined state seeks the baser fellowship of restless burghers thinking to humble still with envious spite the great and noble houses of the land i know ye well and i defy you both with all your damned witchery to boot exit grumbling followed by maurice etc manet theobald and hartman how fierce the creature is and full of folly like a shent cur to his own door retired that bristles up his furious back and there each passenger annoys and this is he whom sordid and ambitious hogerbert the guardian in the selfish father sunk destines for aura's husband oh foul shame the carrion crow and royal eagle joined make not so cross a match but thinkest thou hartman she will submit to it that may be as thou pleasest falkenstein away with mockery i mock thee not nay banneret thou dost saving this favour which every victor in these listed combats from ladies hands receive nor then regard as more than due and stated courtesy she ne'er hath honoured me with word or look such hope to warrant wait not thou for looks thou wouldst not have me to a dame like this with rich domains and titled rights accompassed these simple limbs girt in their soldiers gear my barren hills and ruined tower present and say except these will i nobly give in fair exchange for thee and all thy wealth no rudolph hartman Woo the maid thyself, if thou hast courage for it. Yes, Theobald of Falkenstein, I will. And win her, too. But all for thy behoof. And when I do present, as thou hast said, those simple limbs, girt in their soldiers' gear, adding thy barren hills and ruined tower with some few items more of generous worth, and native sense, and manly fortitude, I give her in return for all that she or any maid can in such barter yield, its fair and ample worth. So dost thou reckon. And so will Aura. Do not shake thy head, I know the maid, for still she has received me as one who knew her noble father well and in the bloody field in which he died fought by his side with kind familiarity and her stern guardian viewing these gray hairs and this rough visage with no jealous eye hath still admitted it i'll woo her for thee 
I do in truth believe thou meanst me well. And this is all thou sayest? Cold, frozen words. What has bewitched thee, man? Is she not fair? Oh, fair indeed, as woman need be formed to please and be beloved. Though, to speak honestly, I've fairer seen. Yet such a form as Aura's for ever in my busy fancy dwells whene'er I think of wifing my lone state. It is not this. She has too many lures. Why wilt thou urge me on to meet her scorn? I am not worthy of her. Hartman pushing him away with gentle anger. Go to. I praise thy modesty short while and now with dull and senseless perseverance thou wouldst o'erlay me with it go thy ways if through thy fault thus shrinking from the onset she should with this untoward cub be matched twill haunt thy conscience like a damning sin and may it gnaw thee shrewdly exeunt scene two a small apartment in the castle. Enter Rudiger, musing gloomily, and muttering to himself some time before he speaks aloud. No, no. It is to formless air dissolved, this cherished hope, this vision of my brain. Pacing to and fro, and then stopping and musing as before. Adele stood contrasted in her sight with an ungainly fool, and when she smiled, methought. But wherefore still upon this thought, which was perhaps but a delusion then, put I with ceaseless torment? Never, never. Oh, never more on me, from Aura's eye, approving glance shall light, or gentle look. This day's disgrace mars all my goodly dreams. My path to greatness is at once shut up. Still in the dust of my groveling fortune lies. Striking his breast in despair. Tame thine aspiring spirit, luckless wretch. There is no hope for thee. And shall I tame it? No, my saints and devils. The laws have cast me off from every claim of house and kindred, and within my veins turned noble blood to baseness and reproach. I'll cast them off. Why should they be to me a bar and their protection? Pacing again to and fro, and muttering low for some time, before he speaks aloud. Aye, this may still within my toils enthrall her. This is the secret weakness of her mind on which I'll clutch my hold. Enter Katharina behind him, laying her hand upon him. Huh. Speaks thou to thyself? Rediger, starting. I did not speak. Thou didst. Thy busy mind gave sound to thoughts which thou didst utter with a thick, harsh voice, like one who speaks in sleep. Tell me their meaning. And dost thou so presume? Be wise, be humble. After a pause. 
his order oft of late requested thee to tell us stories of the restless dead of spectres rising in the midnight watch by the lone traveller's bed wherefore of late dost thou so often quire of what she says and does be wise and answer what i ask of thee this is thy duty now alas alas i know that one false step has over me said a stern and ruthless master no madam tis thy grave and virtuous seeming thy saint-like carriage rigid and demure on which thy high repute so long has stood endowing thee with right of censorship o'er every simple maid whose cheerful youth wears not so thick a mask that o'er thee sits this ruthless master hereon rests my power i might expose and therefore i command thee hush hush approaching steps they'll find me here i'll do whatever thou wilt it is but maurice hie thee to thy closet where i will shortly come to thee be thou my faithful agent in a weighty matter on which i now am bent and i will prove thy stay and shelter from the world's contempt maurice to find me here where shall i hide me nowhere but boldly pass him as he enters i'll find some good excuse he will be silent he is my agent also dost thou trust him avarice his master is as shame is thine therefore i trust to deal with both away enter maurice passing katharina as she goes out what doth the grave and virtuous katharina vouchsafe to give thee of her company yes rigid saint she has bestowed upon me some grave advice to bear with pious meekness my late discomfiture ay and she called it i could be sworn heaven's judgment on thy pride and so thou hast guessed it shall we to the ramparts and meet the western breeze exeunt scene three a spacious apartment enter hugobert and erston hugobert speaking with angry gesticulation as he enters i feed and clothe these drones and in return they cheat deceive abuse me nay belike laugh in their sleeve the while by their advice this cursed tourney i proclaimed for still they puffed me up with praises of my son his grace his skill in arms his horsemanship count falkenstein to him was but a clown and so in aura's eyes to give him honor full surely did i think i'll hang them all i'll starve them in a dungeon shut from light i'll heap my boards no more with dainty fare to feed false flatterers that indeed were wise but art thou sure when men shall speak the truth that thou wilt feed them for it i but hinted in gentle words to thee that glottenbar was praised with partial or affected zeal and thou received it angrily ay true indeed but thou didst speak of him as one bereft of all capacity now though god wot i look on his defects with no blind love and even in my ire will sometimes call him fool yet nevertheless 
he still has parts and talents though obscured by some untoward failings heaven be praised he wants not strength at least and well-turned limbs had they but taught him how to use them knaves they have neglected him enter glottenball who draws back on seeing his father advance young sir art thou afraid of me that thus thou shrinkest like a skulking thief to make disgrace the more apparent on thee yes call it then disgrace or what you please had not my lance's point somewhat awry glanced on his shield even so i doubt it not thy lance's point and everything about thee hath glanced awry go rid my house i say of all these feasting flatterers that deceive thee they harbor here no more dismiss them quickly do it yourself my lord uh, you are i trow angry enough to do it sharply hugobert turning to erston faith he jibes me fairly here there is reason in it fools speak not thus to glottonball go to if i am angry thou art a graceless son to tell me so have you not bid me still to speak the truth hugobert to erston again thou hearest he makes an apt reply he wants not words nor meaning neither father enter eleonora well dame where hast thou been i came from aura hast thou been pleading in our son's excuse and how did she receive it i tried to do it but her present humour is jest and merriment she is behind me stopping to stroke a hound that in the corridor came to her fawningly to be caressed glottenball listening ay she is coming light and quick her steps so sung they when her spirits are unruly but i am bold she shall not mock me now enter aura tripping gaily and playing with the folds of her scarf methinks you trip it briskly gentle dame does it offend you noble knight go to i know your meaning wherefore smile you so because good sooth with tired and aching sides i have not power to laugh full well i know why thou so merry art thou thinkst of him to whom thou gavest that sprig of hopeful green his rusty cask to grace whilst at thy feet his honoured glaive he laid nay rather say of him who at my feet from his proud courser's back more gallantly laid his most precious self then stole away through modesty unthanked nor left behind of all his gear that fluttered in the dust or glove or band or fragment of torn hose for dear remembrance sake that in my sleeve i might have stuck it oh thou wrongst me much to think my merriment a reference hath to any one but him <laughs> nay aura these wild fits of uncurbed laughter athwart the gloomy tenor of your mind as it has lowered of late so keenly cast unsuited seem and strange 
oh nothing strange my gentle eleonora didst thou ne'er see the swallow's veering breast winging the air beneath some murky cloud in the sunned glimpses of a stormy day shiver in silvery brightness or boatman's oar as vivid lightning flash in the faint gleam that like a spirit's path tracks the still waters of some sullen lake or lonely tower from its brown mass of woods give to the parting of the wintry sun one hasty glance in mockery of the night closing in darkness round it gentle friend tried not her mirth who was sad yesterday and may be so to-morrow and wherefore art thou sad unless it is from thine own wayward humour other dames were they so courted would be gay and happy wayward it needs must be since i am sad when such perfection woos me pray good glotten ball how didst thou learn with such a wondrous grace so high in air to toss thine armed heels and clutch with outspread hands the slippery sand i was the more amazed at thy dexterity as this of all thy many gallant feats beforehand promised most modestly thou didst forbear to mention jibe away i care not for thy jibing with fair lists and no black arts against me hugobert advancing angrily from the bottom of the stage to glottenball hold thy peace to aura and madam be at least somewhat restrained in your unruly humour pardon my lord i knew not you were near me my humour is unruly with your leave i will retire till i have curbed it better to eleonora i would not lose your company sweet countess we'll go together then exeunt aura and eleonora manet hugobert who paces angrily about the stage while glottenball stands on the front thumping his legs with a sheathed rapier there is no striving with a forward girl nor pushing on a fool my harassed life day after day more irksome grows cursed bane i'll toil no more for this untoward match enter rudiger stealing behind and listening you are disturbed my lord what is it thou i am disturbed in sooth ay aura has been here and some light words of girlish levity have moved you how toy for this match no more what else remains if this should be abandoned noble altenberg that can be worth your toil i'll match the cub elsewhere what call you matching surely for him some other virtuous maid of high descent though not so richly dowried may be obtained within your walls perhaps some waiting gentleman who perchance may be some fifty generations back descended from a king he will himself ere long obtain without your aid my lord thou makest me mad the dolt the senseless dolt what can i do for him i cannot force a noble maid entrusted to my care i the sole guardian of her helpless youth that were indeed unfit there are means to make her yield consent then by my faith good friend i'll call thee wizard if thou canst find them out 
What means already short of compulsion have we left untried? And now the term of my authority wears to its close. I know it well, and therefore powerful means, and of quick operation, must be sought. Speak plainly to me. I have watched her long. I've seen her cheek, flushed with the rosy glow of jocund spirits, deadly pale become a tale of nightly sprite or apparition. Such is all here, tis true, with greedy ears, saying, Saints, save us! But forget us quickly. I've marked her long. She has, with all her shrewdness and playful merriment, a gloomy fancy that broods within itself on fearful things. And what doth this avail us? Hear me out. Your ancient castle in the Swabian forest hath, as too well you know, belonging to it, or false or true, frightful reports. There hold her strictly confined in sombre banishment, and doubt not but she will, ere long, fool gladly her freedom purchase at the price you name. On what pretense can I confine her there? It were most odious. Can pretense be wanting? Has she not favour shown to Theobald, who in your neighbourhood, with his sworn friend the banneret of Basil, suspiciously prolongs his stay? A poor and paltry count, and meet to match with her. And want ye then a reason for removing her with speed to some remoter quarter? Out with it. You are too scrupulous. Thy scheme is good, but cruel. Gluttonball, who has been drawing nearer to them, and attending to the last part of their discourse. Oh, much I like it. Dearly wicked Rudiger, she then will turn her mind to other thoughts than scornful jibes at me. I, to her father, swore I would protect her. I must fulfill his will. And in that will her father did desire she might be matched with this your only son. Therefore you have firmly bound all means to use that may the end attain. Walk forth with me. We'll talk of this at large. Exeunt Hugobert and Rudiger Mane Gluttonball Who comes forward from the bottom of the stage with the action of a knight advancing to the charge. Yes, thus it is. I have the slight dot now. And were the combat yet to come, I'd shoe them. I'm not a wit behind the bravest knight. Cross luck excepted. Enter Maurice. My lord, indulge us of your courtesy. In what I pray? Did not Fernando tell you? We are all met within our social bower, and I have wagered on your head that none but you alone within the Count's domains can to the bottom drain the chaste horn. <laughs> Come, do not linger here when glory calls you. Thinkest thou that Theobald could drink so stoutly? He, he paltry chief, he herds with sober burghers, a goblet half its size would conquer him. Exeunt. End of Act One